Hi, my name is Jonathan Jank. Most of you probably know me as Pastor Terry's son. Um, I was thinking about starting my testimony with a joke, but it doesn't seem to go so well when my dad tries, so I'll just get right to it. <laughs> um, so I was born in Thunder Bay, Ontario, into a very loving Christian home. Because my parents are Christians and my dad's a pastor from the day I was born, Christianity wasn't something I needed to discover or understand. It was the only thing I knew. I memorized scripture and I knew all the Bible stories. And with age came more theological understanding. I genuinely believed I was a Christian. Like many young people, fear of hell brought me to the spiritual encounters I would have and I would plead with God to save me. I won't say that those moments weren't real or genuine, um, but I didn't really have a grasp of what salvation really was. Throughout my life, there have been a few very key moments and trials that God has used to reveal himself to me and make me more like Christ. When I was nine, my parents felt called to serve as missionaries in Bolivia, so us kids went with them. Going to Bolivia was beneficial in countless ways. It's easy to see how the Lord used the experience to shape me. Times in Bolivia weren't always the easiest. I'm a pretty introverted person, so I spend a lot of time in my own mind. When we were in Bolivia, I started to think too much about particular things to the point of obsession, specifically cleanliness. I would wash my hands for too long and constantly be fixated on how to not get dirty. It started to control my life. I was eventually diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, because Bolivia is a very poor country, things aren't always very sanitary, so I wouldn't go out as much because I wanted to stay in my little bubble. <clears throat> I learned how to manage it enough to hide it from other people, but it controlled my thoughts. Although I didn't completely understand salvation, I prayed a lot that God would help me, and I know it was always in my parents' prayers. Towards the end of our time in Bolivia, and when we moved back to Canada, it started to fade away, though. Eventually, I just stopped all the habits I had and stopped obsessing about things. God showed me how powerful and merciful he is through freeing me from this difficulty in my life. When we moved back to Canada, I attended a public school, and I let the wrong people influence me. Initially, I was able to stay away from a lot of the bad things, but eventually those things became my life. The relationship with Jesus that I thought I had was just teachings and morals that I had acquired from church and home and school, but the spirit wasn't in me. Because of this false foundation, I fell deep into sin. The only guilt I really had was when I was lying to my parents and doing things that would hurt them. I would go out and do terrible things and then show up at church the next day feeling, t feeling terrible and try to reconcile things with God, but then go out and do it again. I created a fake relationship with Jesus in my own mind because I didn't want to stop doing what I was doing. This false relationship consisted of me doing whatever I wanted, serving myself, and then when I eventually felt occasional guilt, I would say a quick apology and then go back to things. Nothing to do with Christ. After a couple of years of getting deeper and deeper into sin, I realized how far I had come from how I used to live and how my parents raised me, and I finally responded to my convictions. I cut ties with the people that had led me into that stuff, and I stopped doing those things. I felt more and more guilt as I started to understand my wrongs, though. I knew I'd committed sin, 
and that I needed forgiveness, but I didn't know how to do that. I prayed and prayed for forgiveness, but no matter what I did, I couldn't get the burden of my sin off my back. It followed me around like a dark cloud for two years. I was done with all the things from my past, but I was completely depressed. I felt so guilty and ashamed, but I was unable to receive God's forgiveness. I would spend hours pleading for forgiveness, but still never understanding the salvation and redemption Christ had for me. I yearned for something more in my life and for a relationship with Jesus, but I didn't know how to do that. I wanted to surrender my life to the Lord, but deep down inside, I didn't truly want to humble myself to let go of the things I'd done in my past. It was my second year at Providence College, and I was talking to some friends. We started to argue about how Christians don't trust God with everything in their lives. My friends argued that Christians say they do trust God with everything, and they intend to, but they don't turn every aspect of their lives over to Christ. This hit me like a ton of bricks. I'd surrendered many areas of my life to the Lord, but I wasn't willing to humble myself to truly receive the forgiveness God had for me through Jesus Christ. I needed to somehow give all my sin up to him in order to receive his forgiveness. I felt the need to tell the people I loved the most the things I had done. I went home and told my family every terrible thing I had done in my past. I could never have done this without God's help. Like I said before, I'm an introverted person and I like to keep things to myself. So opening up like that was extremely difficult. The moment I did it, though, I felt all the weight I'd been carrying around for those years lifted off me. The act of me telling the people I love most the things I kept the most secret required complete humility, which is the only way to receive God's forgiveness. Everyone wants to have or hear some type of big turning point in people's testimonies. The process of me discovering God's love and redemption has taken years. But there, if there was one moment that had the biggest impact on my, on my walk with the Lord, it was this humbling experience that made me realize my complete need for Christ. It took some time after that, but eventually I was able to understand forgiveness and true salvation from sin in Christ. I had spent all that time thinking that my, the sin I had committed was somehow too much for Jesus' death to pay for. I realized how arrogant I was being in thinking my sin was somehow too much for Christ to bear. Once again, through these times, I'd become a prisoner to my sin and my guilt and shame, and God had, in his mercy, set me free. As I started to develop a relationship with God in this time, I felt the need for change. The opportunity to go to Brazil and teach English for six months arose, so after a lot of prayer, I decided to go. I quickly learned how much I don't like teaching, and, and realized that my time in Brazil wasn't going to be a vacation. I also decided to take online classes because I wanted to continue my education. So despite my mom's opposition, I chose four fairly random courses that Providence offered online. To my surprise, though, God used them, and they ended up being extremely beneficial for my spiritual life. Even though I had been a Christian in a Christian home my entire life, and knew all the rights and wrongs, I was a new Christian. I took a few Bible courses that helped me understand God in a new way and forced me to create, forced me to create a foundation for myself grounded in Christ. Through these courses, I came to appreci- appreciate the Old Testament, and it helped me realize the relationship God desires to have with all people and better understand the redemption he has planned for us. I'm extremely thankful for the way my parents have raised me 
and everything they've taught me, but I need to discover God on my own. And being away from them in Brazil really helped me with that and allowed me to make my foundation in Christ. I want to be baptized because I know that Christ has washed away my sins. I want to show my obedience to God through the act of baptism and also reveal to everyone in my life that my life's purpose is to be his servant. For a long time, I didn't feel the need to get baptized because I saw it as an insignificant ritual. I understand now that baptism represents the surrendering of my life and my past for God's greater plans and desires. In my life, I've faced many things that have made me feel like a slave or prisoner to certain things. One verse that has meant a lot to me has been Galatians 5.1, which says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. I've spent a lot of my life thinking of the Christian life as limiting, and that freedom was in doing whatever I wanted. God has revealed to me that the only freedom in this life is in living for him. I am freed from the sins and worries of this world. I tried for a long time to make Christ a part of my life, but I found there's no hope in that. He needs to be everything in my life, and glorifying him is my only purpose on earth. He has taken all my sins and worries and burdens that I tried to carry on my own and set me free. Thank you.